Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book Two, Fall of the Void. Greetings, travelers from galaxies beyond. This is The Pod Has Been Cast, a sci-fi Dungeons and Dragons space epic, and for the last time in this particular campaign, who's playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I have had the honor and privilege of playing Xandar Radnax, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps, and I use they, them pronouns, and it has been so nice to play Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns. And it has been terrible playing <laughs> Rain. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to miss so much playing Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. My name's Jules. I use they, them pronouns. And it has been the privilege of my life to be your void master this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we all start sobbing, because mm-hmm. there's still more content to get through. Ah! <laughs> we'll wow. cry. Right? Yeah. yeah, tears confirmed. Um, let's check in with some of our favorite characters and figure out what happened on The Pod Has mm-hmm. Been Cast. Last time. For the data says there was always an inconclusive before. Like the data says, there was always a void. An inconclusive forever. Last time there were anomalies, and those who defined them. Last time there were inaccuracies, and those who corrected them. Corruptions and clarifications, space and time. Our existence is a broken chain of data that we only comprehend in reverse and through our own interference. The distillation of chaos, the extrapolation of nothing. Truth in data is truth in life. Last time, this was my thesis. It must never be proven. The Void Dragon has yet to land. It's just sort of doing circles like some sort of vulture around the garden, all waiting for an opportunity to step in. Um, As Ezekiel uh, uh, continues to rage, swiping and firing at all of you all around, more of these Warforged 2.0 name and patent still pending, <laughs> start emerging from the forest. Uh, the party feels the vice grip tightening around them. If they're going to get out of this one alive, they don't have much time. We'll start with the top of initiative. Rain, last we saw you, you had dimension doored to the top mm-hmm. of this colossal warforged an attempt to perhaps wreak some sabotage on this Mm -hmm. tower, but we're quickly stopped by the electromagnetic field that surrounds the Titan. At the top of your turn, I'm going to need you to roll another saving throw. 
Okay, get me out of this thing. You can do it. It seemed like a good idea at the time. What's the save? Constitution. Ooh, that's pretty good. I got an okay. 18. Uh, you f- power through it, Rain. Yes. You're still going to yes. take some damage no. from this. No. <laughs> oh, electricity, yes. Yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes, yes, no. Yes, yes, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you will take... Oh, shit. I rolled fucking dog shit, though. So you'll okay, take okay. half of 14. Oh, Seven. hallelujah. Amen. You feel your vision starting to blur. Uh, You coming up here was a serious risk to your personal health. Um, Your shadow clones have been able to like prevent you from being attacked directly by Ezekiel. Uh, But you maybe only have a turn left standing. What do you do? Okay, so what do I see around me on top of this tower? Um, You see this massive multi-layered antenna branches stretching off in all directions at strange curves um you see um more uh, i guess give me an investigation check and uh, give me an idea of what you're looking for okay i i i'm gonna look for a couple things i'm gonna look and see if there's something i can hack into and, sure and if there's any way i can shut off the generator from up here gotcha so investigation these. That's a 23. Yeah, yeah let's go. Let's go. Wait, you love that number? <laughs> what do you no, mean? I, it's just my best roll, so I love doing investigation rolls. Oh, I yeah, love 23. 12. I love 23. Oh, Michael Jordan. I'm a Jim Carrey fan. <laughs> you do see an access port on the antenna that you could try to wire into, uh, but you know that you are wiring directly into antithesis, and that could come with some risks and danger. Um, you also see the generator. Uh, similarly, uh, it looks like that would be more of a mechanics tools check to disable. And you just know by looking at it that if you were unsuccessful in disabling it, it could shock you. Uh, this thing is pulsing with electricity. Well, this thing can shock me in the next turn and knock me out anyway, so I might as well give it a shot. Hey. Hey. Okay. So I'm going to try and turn off the generator. Then give me a mechanics, a mechanics tool check. Come on, baby. Also, you can use either dexterity or intelligence. Okay. Mm, that's uh, 17. You do still have a leadership thing, too, I think, oh, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Let's throw that baby on top of it. Throw that baby in there. That's a dirty 20. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Dirty 20. And the DC was 20. Let's hey. go! Hey. Thanks, Cass. Hey. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna kill Rain. You might You work quickly, um, and like as you like feel yourself sort starting to sweat, um, this is a lot of pressure on you. You lock eyes with Cassiopeia, your captain of a long time, as she's taking fire from this turret, getting back up, and you look at your friends still in the fight, and if they're still in the fight, so are you, and you push through. And and deactivate this turret. You see electrical current sort of flowing around you, sort of dissipate, and Ezekiel sort of look up towards you. No! Um, Rain, anything else with your turn? I just shout, get wrecked, nerd! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, get wrecked! And that's my turn. 
All right. Um, That is going to take us to Xandar. Xandar, you ran back to the elevator to save Rain 2, administering a miraculous medicine check, getting her back up on her feet. She's still quite hurt, and as she sort of stepped forward to shoot a fireball up, you see more of these Warforged coming out of the forest, converging on your position. In the distance, your friends struggle with the colossal Warforged. What do you do? All right, so I am going to cast Zephyr Strike on myself, and I will uh, activate its power now. So that was a bonus action. I'll activate its its power now to increase my walking speed by 30 feet, Mm -hmm. and my movement does not provoke opportunity attacks, so I will just run 60 feet through the riffraff. Okay. Uh, And then I will... uh, use my Zephyr Strike attack on Ezekiel. So I have advantage on this and um, I'm going to make it a sharpshooter shot. Kill! Alright. Take this, uh, take this well. opportunity to deal some damage while the while the generator is down. Okay. That's going to be uh, 23 to hit. 23 hits. Let's go. Okay, so this is a D10 for my normal. I'll get a D8 from the Zephyr Strike. And since I have advantage, I will get my sneak attack. Okay, that is 37 damage. And because it's my um, explosive mag, it's 37 thunder damage. You see this massive percussive blast shoot right into the core of Ezekiel. Ezekiel cries out in pain as the Warforge stumbles back, still on its feet, up that shot hurt. And then it needs to make a DC 16 dexterity saving throw, lest it be pushed 10 feet. Oh. DC who? 16. DC what? 16? Let's see. Dexterity, you say. What is this thing's dexterity? Poopy. Yeah, it does. It it gets pushed 10 feet back and sort of stumbles into the lake. (laughs) Water starts splashing around. All right, then I'll make my second shot uh, without advantage and a non-sharpshooter shot. Okay. Okay, that is a 19 to hit. 19 will miss. Uh, Mm. I'm going to use my uh, original leadership die then. Hell yeah. (laughs) So that is going to be a 21 to hit. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you. How does Cassiopeia inspire you to make this shot? Uh, by looking at me expectantly and reminding me that I have a leadership that I did still use from the beginning of the last episode. <laughs> yeah, she gives you a real what the fuck look. Yeah. Uh, and you, and then, ever the pleaser. <laughs> I will use this hit as an opportunity to mark Ezekiel as a favored foe. Okay. Okay, so that is going to be 20 thunder damage. Okay. Nice. And uh, he needs to make another DC 16 uh, dexterity saving throw, lest he be pushed another 10 feet. A push him. A push him. A wee bit of a nudge. (laughs) Uh, That one he'll pass. Okay. Fine. Still, good dammies. Uh, good, dammies. good dammies, good dammies. 
Yeah. That is all my powers. Okay, cool. Um, Heart, you said that was 10 feet away, right? The initial push? Yes. Heart, yeah. Um, um, Ezekiel from those uh, blasts stumbles back five feet, is now sort of standing in the water, uh, to 10 feet, is now sort of standing in the water away from you. Um, you have been giving solid damage to this thing, just like pounding and pounding into him. Um, he definitely looks winded, but is still very much in this fight. What do you do? How close is Cassiopeia to me? Uh, Cassiopeia was also punching, so I will say like within five or 10 feet. Um, I will turn to her. She's got those rocket boots. Correct. Um, I will say to her, I will not be able to reach it, but you can. And then I will use a bonus action to hand her the black box that Hestia gave me. Oh, you're interesting. This fantastic Hestia. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she looks at it and she looks up and she's like, I'll get it to rain. And I, uh, I nod. Um, and then uh, I'm going to... I'm going to swing again. I'm going to swing again. I'm going to swing again. I think I can survive. Knock on wood. I think I'll be okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fight him. I guess only time, so. Okay. Uh, okay. That is a 21 to hit. And that uh, hits. 21 hits. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's go. Um, I'm going to use a level one smite. Okay. All smites. Oops, all smites. Oops, all smites. Oops. Uh, that'll be 21 points of radiant damage for the first one. Okay. And then I'm going to try to hit him again. Uh, and that is a dirty 20 to hit. Ah, uh, dirty 20 hits. Woo! Let's go. Okay. Achievement Woo. unlocked. Enemies AC. Unlocked. I'm going to use another spell slot. Can I, can I use smite again? I don't Can know what the rule. Smite again? If you have another spell slot to burn. Okay, cool. I didn't yeah. know if it counted as a spell. Oh, oh. Uh. You can use it every time. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, say no. I think you can use it every time. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, oh, so tweet me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come get us in the comments. Um, that is uh, another 21 radiant damage. Yeah, because I think smite just costs you a spell slot, but it is not a spell. Right. right. Um, solid fucking hits, just pounding into, um, Donnie. Uh, uh actually, yeah. Not Donnie. Zeke. Uh, no. Oh my Zeke. god. Fuck. Zeke. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> the twins. Too many kids. Too what? many kids. It's been Donnie this whole time. <laughs> They're the same person. Uh, go ahead and roll a inside check. <laughs> Papa? What if so? Uh, I would cry my eyes out. 16. Yeah, these like last shots, all you knock in, you see like Ezekiel sort of shakes his head a little bit and like cries out in pain. It hurts. It hurts. Um. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I think I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really just taken aback by that, that admission. I think that, um, I don't really, um, get a good read on what he's trying to do because 
with that 16, that's just what I heard, right? Like That's what you heard, and as and then this is what you intuit as you look into it. It wasn't so much, those attacks certainly did hurt, um, but you look at Ezekiel. You actually take a second to stop and look at Ezekiel, sort of fused into this warforged being, and you can see just how gruesome this attachment is. Um, wires coming out under his skin, uh, some sort of fluid being pumped inside of him. His eyes look wild, um, not like himself at all. Um, this process was torturous. I will look at him and say, um, I can help you if you let me. Roll for persuasion. That's a five. <laughs> I'm so bad. Consistently across the board, every time Jules has been like, roll for persuasion, I go, you got it. And then it's yeah. always hey. below a 10. You, know what? <laughs> you are you are what you are, and that's all that you are. You, know? you are what you are. You, are. Um, you, know? you see he shakes his head again. He's like, um, you see like actually a black tear kind of come out of his eye. That's no good. He won't let me. The only way it'll stop hurting. Um, we'll say that's your turn, Hurt. Um, okay. <laughs> these Warforged continue to move out towards you all. Um, they are just going to be taking pot shots at the group. Um, I won't count that die because I didn't mean to roll that. Uh, let's start with Xandar. Let's. Let's. Xander does a two, three, four, five, 19 hit. Yes. And both of these will hit. Four. Uh, the first, I'm not going to make the same mistake again. The first will be 11 points of force damage. Okay. I will chop that in half to five. Okay. The second will be 13 points of force damage. Got it. They will fire at Cass. Both of those will miss Cass. Very high AC, this lady. Um, Artemis. I feel like I might have skipped a couple of Artemis turns. I feel like she hasn't done too much. Maybe she should just get to kick some extra ass. Maybe she should. Just like, yeah, just to make sure. Uh, that's one hit on Cass. Uh, nah, Artemis. Four. Artemis does look bad. Uh, continues to look bad, and... I would never say that to her. No, you shouldn't, no. She would <laughs> not take that well. Uh, Rain, I think you're a little bit too far up for these things to think about targeting you. Um, And I've annoyed them enough. Yeah. <laughs> to dis- That's the true power of the That's fucking... That's the true power of Rain Hall Winter. Yeah, that fucking move. <laughs> Uh, mirror image. <laughs> it is the, that's you've annoyed your that's damn enough. The, that's, the <laughs> that's where the AC is. It's just in the annoying part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, they like are are mostly focusing on trying to take out the ground troops at this section. Um, as Z will try to get rid of you by his own means. First thing Z is going to do is try to huh? recharge his antenna. Don't do it. It's a um, but Zeke can attack just the same. He's going to try to slam 
you off of his shoulder. Rain. Well, first he has to make a wisdom save. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> That's a natural one on the wisdom save. Uh-huh. He can't do it. So I suppose that attack will be redirected to you, Heart. <laughs> Bring it on. That's what I'm here for. Think again. Think again. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what? That's, that's going to miss. That's bullshit. Mm. Um, this game is bullshit. This game is bullshit. I don't want to play anymore. Want, I'm not having fun. <laughs> He's going to target Xandar with this turret. A Xandar, that is a... Yeah, I'm going to assume it's going to hit. Just really. I don't think that there's a way he could not hit me. 28. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, He returns fire with this cannon mounted on his arm. Is that a big old cannon or a little cannon? It's quite big. Quite big. It's I'm impressive, gonna, actually. I'm going to use Colonel Shift. Get him. On it. What do you mean? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. So just reroll. Or reroll. Actually, the size use- of the cannon... I'm going to use Silvery Barbs, so it has to re-roll, and then I'm going to give Xandar advantage. Hey. Okay. Cool. That's my reaction. Uh, 19 to hit Xandar? Yeah, it'll still hit. <laughs> Damn. Do you have advantage Still now? good, though. Hey. Still good, still good, still good. Xandar had a little HP to spare. Well, he had. used to. <laughs> True. 24. Oof. And I take all of it Points. too. I Wait, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. I'm a liar to you. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. <gasps> it's less. 19. 19. 19. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, good. Um, I take all of it because I already used my reaction to on Candy Dodge the first attack of this. Correct. Slot, so. Yes. Yes. Um, and then he's gonna try to step on Cassiopeia, hearing your little plan with your box. Is gonna say. She's not going anywhere and lifts up a foot to stomp Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia is going to make a dexterity saving throw. Honestly, not her strong suit. Damn. And Cassiopeia is pinned to the ground under his no. foot. Um, she's going to take some damage from that as well. Did you Um, kill her? (laughs) Do you kill her? Um, No. But you know what? Of all the things I could have done to one of your friends, that was not a cool thing to do to Cassiopeia. Yeah, she's a good friend. Take it back. Um, And you hear her armor starting to groan and buckle under the weight, and she screams out. You've never quite heard Cassiopeia sort of admit defeat or cry out in pain. And um, you are seeing her now in a very tough position. Um, That is your friends. The that Void got, Dragon. That got attacked. Oh, you're right. They just got attacked. They didn't actually do their thing. Right. So now it's your friend's turn. Thank there you. There you go. Good. Fuck him up. <laughs> um, Ring 2 is has a few more fireballs left in her. <laughs> yeah, she does. Got that little freak. She will just continue to blast uh, pretty like just like isn't really saying anything. It's just like back there firing off fireballs. Um, probably is going to turn some attention, unfortunately, to her after this. 
Uh, that was a save from Z that does save. So Z will take half of this. Was it 8 D6? Yeah. 6 D6? 8 D6. Eight. Yeah. Um, God, this die roller is my best friend today. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. And our worst eight. enemy. Uh, damn. Okay. That's actually quite a bit of damage. Uh, oh, no. He takes half. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I almost didn't have it. <laughs> okay. Uh, still. Ouch. Um, still out. Still out. That's all I need. Uh, poof, more fire explodes. Get away from me, you ants. Um, he, let's say Cass. Can Cass get out of this? Cass is restrained. restrained in this way. Oh, can use this action to make a strength check. Okay. She's better at strength checks, so let's see if Cass can get this thing off of her. Come on, Cass. Um, she gets a plus seven to strength. That's a strong lady. Strong lady. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lifts yeah! this foot and rolls out from under her as the foot comes down. Um, she needed to use her action to do that, which I think still, let me read that again. Can use this action. Still gives her her movement. So she does, you know, her armor is kind of sparking and dented. She mm -hmm. flies up and gets scrambles on top of this thing near rain. Um, she's winded. She's hurt. Yes. Um, but she gets up there um, and sort of holds out that box to you. And she says, I don't know what the fuck this is. Um, but there's only one right. way to find out. <laughs> uh, Artemis is going to say, I've had enough of this shit. We got to take this thing out. We have a whole nother dragon to save. And um, comes in with her whip on Z. She rolled Artemis is really beefing this <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to Mad Game. Uh, it's not, the rolls have not been in her favor, but she does get two attacks. Can you imagine missing a Z. giant thing with a whip? <laughs> no, it's just a matter of like getting through this thing to like actually do damage to it. The second one, however, does pierce the Titan's tough skin. Oh, yay! Slices into it. So she, his heart is still engaged. And also the other two are up there too. She'll get um, her sneak attack. The sneaky sneak. She does 22 points of damage. Nice. Not nothing. Not nothing. That ain't nothing. Um, and you see like Zeke is now like hacking up this black <laughs> material um, and sort of like looks up and says, are you gonna do anything? Are you gonna help me? Screaming at the dragon. Um, who, at the conclusion of this, will move in? Um, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Think about it. Think about it. I feel like Zeke should maybe roll a persuasion check to see yeah. if he can get... Get the dragon, dragon to help? Mm, 
Um, Antithesis hates you all. So. Fair. <laughs> Fine. Get in line. I guess he can roll with advantage. <laughs> I say he's going... What is a smart move? It's very smart. His intelligence is very high. Diplomacy. It's a smart move. We'll be to give up. Be quick. Yeah. Hand it over. It's already over. Pack it in, Antithesis. You're done. You're yeah. done. We have fought our antivirus oh, I don't know exactly what the dragon will do. And it is kind of nothing. He's going to fly in and just sort of land in the middle of this field and just sort of like kind of stretch out and look around and you all feel just as you did on the space station that gravitational field start to affect all of you and your limbs get heavier. Um, I'm going to say all of you except for Rain 2 are going to make a strength saving throw. Oy. All right, I'll take it. I got a dirty 20. Hell yeah. I got, I got a 15. A 21. Jesus. Okay. Who rolled lower than 18? Me. Okay, you and, well, that makes sense. You and Cass. Um, both <laughs> hit the ground. She's about to hand this thing to you. And I'm going to say it leaves her hand as she hits the ground. And you see it starting to roll off the edge no, of no. this warforged. No! <laughs> no! Wait, wait, wait. All right. Good shit. And at the end of initiative now, we'll go back to the top with Carlos, not Rank Carlos. Roll me another luck check. Ooh, I'm a character. Come on, baby. 11. Okay. Um. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is going to take us to Rain. Your turn. Okay. So I'm stuck to the ground, but can I can I cast a spell? Uh yeah. Okay. What I'm gonna do is once cast is close enough, I want to cast Wall of Force around us so that the thing doesn't move past the wall, but like in an orb around us in the console. Oh, it's like kind of catch it? <laughs> yeah, oh, to, nice. to both catch it and keep us out of like any oh, sort sure. of, like protect us from anything. Now, would that stop the gravitational pull? Um, well, why do you make me read these fucking spells? I don't know. I... Could be cool if you cut it. <laughs> Could be cool. <laughs> Just something to think about. Oh, well, of course, 5e. It's not like an anti-magic field is the thing, right? It says, uh, inv- invisible wall of force springs into existence at a point you choose within range. The wall appears in any orientation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, there's nothing. Wait, nothing physically can pass through the wall. It is immune to all damage and cannot be dispelled by dispel magic. A disintegrate spell just stores the wall instantly. However, the wall extends into the ethereal plane blocking ethereal travel through the wall. I'm going to say the gravitational field is still in effect. Okay. Um, but you do catch the thing from falling for sure. Sweet. And Good. I'll say if he wants to reach up and hit you, uh, he won't be able to get through with that sh- uh, uh, thing. Sweet. Uh, now you casting this on top of a creature is very strange, but we're going to ignore that and just say it's okay. We're just until- permanently stuck to this thing now. Yeah. yeah for yeah. better or worse, I suppose. 
so how do I how do I I can't do like a save to try and move or I believe let me pull up this dragon that I put somewhere here he is at the end of your turn you can try again at the end of my turn I could try again yes and how far is this little thing from me um uh, 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 you would need to get up to reach it um, it's not far but it's not like within grasping range okay so then can I do my try at the end of my turn yeah okay cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is this strength right uh, it is correct okay I'm not good at these I'm so well bad. hey come on <laughs> you might get lucky no I got a two <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than a one. You know what? Yeah, that's true. Duck to the ground here. I'm so sorry. Xandar. All right. So uh, Xandar is going to take aim at Zeke once again using the advantage granted from old Silvery Barb. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to make a sharpshooter shot. Go for it. Okay. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That hits. Yeah. All right. Cool. We'll take it. We'll take it. We got favored foe on this. We got a sneak attack on this. That is going to be... Oh, wait. Let me add that again. 10, 13, 17, 21, plus 5 is 27, plus 10, 37 thunder damage. And then he needs to make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, lest he be pushed 10 feet. Lest he be pushed. (laughs) DC what? 16. Strength? Dexterity. Dexterity. He will make it. Okay, I'm gonna attack a second time. Get him. Normal attack, no advantage, no sharpshooter. That's a 22 to hit. Okay. This is just my D10 straight up. That is eight thunder damage. Okay. And then he needs to make that DC 16 dexterity saving throw once again. Less TV push, 10 feet. Uh, That one gets him. He continues to slide back. Okay. Um, Yeah. And then I will run my 30 feet of movement closer towards the creature. And I will use a bonus action to attempt to hide in the foliage. Okay, I will say as you run forward, you are extremely close to this dragon. Okay, I'm gonna Just so you know. uh, still attempt to hide in the foliage. Okay, go for it. Uh, and that is going to be a 31 stealth check. Damn, All son. Right. Oh yeah. Xandar grows leaves. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, you go, you hide, and this is, like, your best hiding job. Is that it for your turn? Yeah, that's it. That's everything. Your best hiding job thus far. And as you're, like, sort of peeking up, you see this dragon turn. Oh, Xandar. We're too good of friends for you to hide from me like that. I just want to be close to you. Oh, boo. Um, and that'll actually take us to heart. All right. Well, from one homoerotic experience to another, I am going to approach Zeke again. He's been pushed further into this water, right? 
Um, yes, correct. Um, I am going to, um, uh, can I make a perception check to see if Cass and Rain are like, okay up there? You can definitely see that they're pinned down to the ground. Okay. Pinned down is better than dead. Um, and I, but I think the most important thing is, is seeing that they are pinned down and have not yet gotten like up there. Um, mm-hmm. So I am going to, for my action, I'm going to lay on hands okay. on myself just to give me a little boost because Papa's not doing good. Um, and then um, I'm going to sort of like with my, with my hand still like radiating with like this digital magic. Um, I'm going to look at Ezekiel again and say, let me help you. Let's call this actually a religion check then. Okay. (laughs) I like those way better. Yeah, I saw the angle there. (laughs) 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 Um, Religion, religion, religion. Ooh, dirty 20. Um... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Say that again. Um. So. So my. I want him to come, like to like to like because I'm imagining he's like a part of this creature. He's very tall. The part of him that is Ezekiel is like up there. My goal is to get him to come down so that we are like face to face, so I can touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He'll move on his turn, but you see that he heard that, and he starts like crying more of this black residue, and he's like. I don't know how. I've gone too far. I can't. I can't go back. Just kill me. Just fucking kill me. That's what you wanted to do this whole time. Just do it. Um, I mechanically can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to sort of like like in in a show of 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 at the very least friendliness. Yeah. Not move to attack him. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that's hard. These Warforged are going to continue um, to close in. Um, but um, as they do, the Void Dragon sort of just like holds up a claw and they all just sort of stop. And it sort of turns to you, Heart, and to Zeke. And he says, Pathetic. Let me end this. You see, like, sort of opens his jaw, and you can feel pressure starting to form around it. Um, Z is going to use his action to... Yeah. Cover you, heart. Whoa! And jump down on top of you. Um, As your uh, uh, friends are unsure of, like, what the fuck is going on, Um, Rain 2 has one hit point is going to (laughs) hide. Good for her. (laughs) Um, Thank you. I get it. P is going to try to get out of this effect. Come on, Cass. Cass is fucking down. Come on. Strength is a special feature. Um, That was a natural three. Um, Ooh. And Artemis, like, sort of um, has her gun leveled at this dragon, but as she sees it powering up, uh, Artemis is also going to get the fuck out of the way and try to get some cover as this 
beam of force rockets towards Zeke, um, who is uh, purposefully taking the brunt of this damage, and will now take 10d10 force damage. Yeah. Go womp yourself. Go womp yourself. Manipulate mansplain male wife. Get <laughs> you see the shot. Oh my god. Go straight through Ezekiel. Um, who sort of like groans and falls over to the side as the dragon lurches forward and rips the antenna from the top of it. And yeah, finger. Can it? I thought it was in the bubble. Well, uh, just the console in us just are the in console. the bubble. Just the console. Um, I think it's it, fair game. Yeah, it rips the antenna off the top of it and um, goes to fly off. It hasn't taken off yet, um, but pulls the antenna out. Um, that is... Give me a luck check. Uh, that was Carlos. Yeah. Who was next? I think it was... I think it, was it was... Robert. Am I next? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Really <laughs> That's only a four. Fuck. Might as well be a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we wanted to get as close to one as possible. That's true. That do, you, pretty good. do you know if this needed to be high or low? Did I even say? I don't. You don't fucking know. No. You have no idea. I don't I know. know. I'm about to roll something. You don't even know what that means. Yeah, well, how about you go womp yourself? How's that <laughs> sound? Hey, hey. How about you go rip your antenna off? Okay, should I womp myself? I rolled a natural 20. Now, should no. I want myself? Is that what you want me to do? Or should I, I honor know, the natural 20? If it's going to be good for us. Well, you don't know. I guess I, I should go want myself. I think it's going to be bad. I think you can want Um, Hold on. I need to look something up real quick. Give me two seconds here. That's my Robert impression. <laughs> the Jules impression. Of the Jules impression. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> you. Bastards. It <laughs> <laughs> won't be made a mockery of. No. no um, don't say that. This is... <laughs> don't say that. Be made a mockery of, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> this was a critical hit from this four, and I did want you to roll low. Oh. Um, as this dragon goes to pull this antenna off even. I'll retcon a little bit because this is a nat 20. Before it gets it in its mouth and rips it off, you see a beam fire from above. Um, And as you look, you see Hawk's ship. Yeah! flying out of orbit does a flyby locks on directly onto the dragon and this blast hits the dragon dead on yes 104 points of damage oh my god wow uh, we the, raised holy him. Holy shit. Kind of. For like <laughs> yeah, a couple months. I guess it was <laughs> worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you hear 
over the your comms, uh, you hear. Uh, sorry, I need to calculate this damage real quick, uh, which is blowing my fucking mind. Um, That's what I love to hear. You hear Donnie's voice say, "Direct hit." Um, yeah. The, For uh, sure. Ship like flies away and goes to do another loop. Uh, the dragon, if you ever could imagine a dragon looking angry, <laughs> looks furious. Uh, Rain, uh, this is your turn. Okay. Um, has the the shot on the dragon affected the gravity in any way, or is it still persistent? Gravity is still persistent. That is a static effect of just being near this dragon. Okay, this is what I'm going to do then. I'm going to use my bonus action to misty step myself to the thing. <laughs> and then at the end of my turn, I'm going to try and get up and move. So now I'm touching the thing. I'm holding You got the thing and now you're trying to get up. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, go for it. Okay. Here we go. Strength, right? Mm-hmm. That's a 14. Uh, you're trying your best to pull yourself up. It's so just you're, you're not able to get yourself up. We just need one more turn. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, no, I can't do that. Never mind. Um, okay. I'm going to... Because I still have an action. Um, well, I guess it was the end of my turn, so I'm done. I'm done. All right, then that'll take us to Xandar. All right, I am going to um, use a level two cure wounds on myself. Okay. Nice. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm going to regain 12 hit points. And uh, I will use my action to move 30 feet closer to uh, my friends on the Zeke machine, which I think I should probably be there by now. I've moved like... Yeah, uh, you're right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, So like, yeah, the dragon is sort of like perched on top of this machine. A heart is picking themselves up from under it. Um... Rain is trapped inside of a bubble on its shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there is there anywhere for me to attempt to, to hide with my bonus action? Um. Yeah. If you want to kind of retreat to the tree line, um, all of these warforges appear to be inactive in this moment. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I want. I want to be. You know. Still within thirty feet of where Hart and all of the shenanigans are happening, but I do want to If you want to be within 30 feet, I'll say that there's probably not a place to hide. But if you if you don't mind backing up a bit, you can. Uh, okay, you know what? I can do that. I will do that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's fine. And I will attempt to hide. Go for it. Oof. And uh, that is only going to be a 17 for my hide check. Okay. And that's Anything it. Anything else for you? No, that's it. All right. Uh, heart, uh, you pull yourself up out of the wreckage. You see Zeke's face sort of slumped to the side, um, sort of coughing up a little bit. You can, like, feel the life sort of leaving him um, as he looks at you. And he just, like, looks like he's about to say something to you. And then nothing. Is he dead? Did he die? Yeah. He's gone? He's gone. Oh, fuck. I think um, Heart approaches... Um, I think like like as he like opens his mouth to say something, I think they move close to him mm. um, and are sort of like there when he dies. Do I can I do like a, a medicine check? Not that I don't believe you, but <laughs> totally, uh, yeah. Uh, that's not great. Um, Eleven. 
uh, yeah, you can just tell like that um, the the human part of this kid died a long time ago. Being attached to this machine was the only thing that was sort of keeping him running. It was probably in tremendous amount of pain. And as that dragon's force blast just sort of ripped through it, um, he's finally sort of free in a way. Um, I think Hart just closes his eyes. Can I make like uh, an an insight check? Like the mich- this creature mm-hmm. is dead. Correct. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm gonna fight a dragon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go try to hit him. Everybody okay. grieves. Everybody grieves differently. You know? Everybody no. grieves differently. <laughs> well, because Hart was fully planning on like Ezekiel like getting close and Hart being the one to kill them, mm. and now or to kill him to put him out of his misery mostly. But that oh. is sort of like the option that they, the only option that they saw was like he is so far gone that the only thing I can do now is free him, but he has been freed. And I think it doesn't escape them that he died protecting them. Yeah. Doesn't change the fact that he was like a huge dickhole, but. No, absolutely not. You know, it was a nice way to go. Yeah. I'm gonna go hit that dragon now. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna try. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, That is a 22 to hit. A 22 hits the dragon, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I have a question. Okay. About my smite. Okay. Uh, um, so it says that uh, uh, the extra damage 2d8 for a first level spell slot, 1d8 for every spell level higher than first, blah, blah, blah. The damage increases by 1d8 if the target is an undead or a fiend. And I know that we've discussed this before about like what antithesis is to me mm-hmm. because I am a paladin of thesis. Totally. If I would get this extra d8. You know what? Yeah, I would say uh, a virus to you is a fiend. Yes. Yeah, boy. This is the okay. finale. We're not fucking around. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. We're not fucking around. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to use a first level spell slot on this. Um, so that'll be 348 plus my one. Okay. I never get to roll this many dice. <laughs> Okay. Okay. (laughs) First hit is 33 points of radiant damage. Wow. Damn. And then I'm going to attack again. Okay. Uh, And that'll be 21 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And I'm going to use my last spell slot. Mm -hmm. My last spell slot is a level two. I get an extra D8 on that smite. Here we go. I'm rolling six dice right now. Cool. Sounds good. Thank you. Feel powerful. Okay. What? I'm gonna use my calculator. I'm not even gonna fuck around. <laughs> you might find out. We're using pen and paper. We use a banana paper. We use a banana paper. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey. 43 points of radiant damage. Yes. Jesus. Okay. Anything okay. else for you? Anything oh my god. Else? <laughs> um you mean it's dead. No. Right? That's <laughs> right. all that I can That's what do. You meant to say? 
fucking insane. Um, yeah. You see, as you Ooh. do this, though, part, um, Artemis turns to you no. and says, What the fuck are you doing? I need the dragon alive, you idiot. Um, and she looks like like she's like sort of turned on you. Um, and is like kind of like just kind of holding her whip at the ready. She hasn't done anything yet, but she looks like pissed that you are like fucking this dragon up so much. Um, um I look at her uh, and I say, any assistance would be appreciated and turn back to my task. <laughs> oh my gosh. You can't talk <laughs> shit if you can't hit shit. Yeah, baby. let's go. <laughs> she I get a it couple times. I understand. Um, Art doesn't, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> that Cassiopeia is once again going to try to just stand. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Cass. Old knees. Come on, Cass. <laughs> and I just can't tell you how bad the Cassiopeia is for It's just truly comical. The Cassiopeia cannot even like sort of stand up. She's had um, a hard run, okay? Give us your heart that much grace, Jesus. <laughs> no, guys, you'll be as my captain. Start giving me leadership dice, then maybe we'll think about it. Then maybe we'll <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> um, did I forget a friend? I think Rain 2 is going to stay tucked away. Sure. <laughs> Good plan. Doesn't uh, die. Which is going to take us to the this is where things can maybe get a little dicey. Good one. Nice. Um, your wall of force does not have hit points or anything like that. No. This is a good fucking spell. Let me tell you. It is. It's a fifth Can't level. be dispelled by dispel magic. Jesus Christ. This thing's pissed. It's taking a lot of damage. That shot from your friends was kind of sent it over the edge. It needs to get some of you off the fucking field. That's without a doubt. It's going to start with Artemis. <laughs> oh. Incidentally. Mm. Start with Art. Uh, that will hit Artemis. No, no, no. Not start with Heart. Not start no, with Heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> um just with a claw sort of bats Artemis away. Artemis goes flying, <laughs> hits a tree, <laughs> falls unconscious. Damn. It's not your baby dragon. Then turns on you, Heart. Sure. And is going to claw you. You will try. 21? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Um... 13 points of damage. Ooh. Ew. Um, Sheesh. Yeesh. And uh, yeah, it slices at you. It sees you're still standing and it looks at you. It's like, still want more. Thesis. Fine. Come inside. And he like opens his mouth and goes to bite you. <laughs> Never been told that before. Wait, hold on. If it's biting, what happened to really the like antenna? Too. Um, it, it didn't give the antenna up from that shot from Birdie, so the antenna's still attached. Um, so it's in the, its mouth? The, no, no, the no, antenna's still, still attached. attached to the... the he, oh, yeah. fucking sick. Yes, I missed that yeah, part. That okay, was cool. uh, a, an extra benefit of that crit. Great. 
Um, and is now going at you with this bite. It does certainly hit. Four. Jesus Christ. Okay. Ah, uh, nice. Ah, uh, 25 points of piercing damage. I'm still up. Um, it rips into you with its bite. Um, you were able to force yourself out of its jaws, uh, but your skin armor is yeah. couched <laughs> Not doing good. by this thing. Um, and you see it sort of like lifts its head up in the air and looks like it's trying to regenerate its breath weapon. You don't know whether or not it does. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be the Void Dragon. Um, that'll take us to rain pinned on the ground. Okay. I look at my watch and my battery is out on my second level spells, so I can't just misty step over. So I'm like, I'm sorry, Cass. It's going to be a little smoky in here. And I'm going to use a fourth level spell to use Dimension Door to get from literally like <laughs> five feet away. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Moving one percent of the distance that you can move with Dimension Door. <laughs> it's like really scary and epic. It's almost like the same as like when Chronal Shift happens, where I see all this fucked up yeah. shit. But it's like a door into like all knowledge, everything. I see all the fucked up shit in the world just so I can move five fucking. Five Feet. <laughs> onto the console. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> Why is it smoke? Because <laughs> it's cool. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is it's cool. cool. So you use Dimension Door to get to this console. <laughs> you're still, your bones are shattering as you're just being yep. forced bound by this, this I've gravity. lost like eight years of my lifespan. <laughs> yeah, <Cool>. gray hair. <laughs> oh, then there you are. And, uh, uh, so can I, uh, so I used an action to move there with the dimension mm-hmm. door, right? Yeah. Um, before I do it, would I be able to insert the, like, like logistically speaking, would I be able to use a free action to insert the? Yeah, let's use an object if you, if you want to insert it. Um, I, I think, I think you can do that. Okay. So this is what I want to do. Translation, fuck around and find out. That was very little. I'm a little scared. I think about I think about all the all the conversations I've had with Hart about what makes them who they are. And and I think about all the the Void Forged friends we've made along the way. But I remember I made a promise that I was gonna kill this god and I'm gonna try my best. And so, just having pure faith, I insert the device into the console. Slides in. Boop, boop. Flashes yellow for a little bit, then flashes green. And it seems for a second as if nothing happens. We're going to take a quick break. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh. We'll put a we'll put a oh. manscaped uh, ad here. A little ad. <laughs> <laughs> hey nerds, you gotta shave your balls. <laughs> What's up, sluts? <laughs> Speaking of red red, I was gonna say, truly, heart finally cucked Zeke to death. 
God. I really got him. You really I got was him. so prepared. I was like, I'm going to kill this man. I'm going to trick him and I'm going to get him down here and I'm going to stab him right through the heart. And then he died anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you know, you win some, you lose some. You always kill Nazis. That's my That's right. rule. You always mm-hmm. kill. We do not negotiate with Nazis. <laughs> we don't. There's no. The we, we do not negotiate with Nazis. Mm-mm. I was thinking about that while washing dishes today. I was like, if I have the opportunity to kill Ezekiel Harper, I have to take it. Mm-hmm. There is no. He's got to go. Him. He's got to go. Got to go. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> he just ends it on like the worst note. It's like you actually killed it, or you actually killed Thesis. <laughs> Everybody dies. <Yeah. laughs> Here comes a hellscape. Roll credits. The device inserts into the antenna, and you hold your breath as you wait. Um, all of you see this happen. And you see the dragon turn its head as you stick this thing in and its eyes go wild. And heart, you see everything around you fall away. Mm. And you are standing back inside of yourself. Mm. Uh, You're back on the freighter with all the greenery coming out of the different containers and... um. You know, the, 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 the capsules just stretch up into infinity of this, like, endless freighter. And you see the woman that you met. You see Thesis um, sort of standing in the middle of a catwalk holding <laughs> your little cat and kind of, like, looks over to you. Hey, hi. Hello. How's it going up there? It is complicated. I am worried for my friends. Well, I'm sure they're in good hands as long as you're there. Thank you. I hope I was able to help you. More than I will ever be able to thank you for. Was I a good god? It depends on your definition of good. But Mm. I never felt alone. And that, for me, was good. Well then... I guess I fulfilled my... Pr- and you see kind of coming out of the shadows beneath you of the freighter, just like a tidal wave of white, and you see Thesis fades away. Um, and then you are in a space of just pure white light. And far from you, you see the slithering small worm on the floor. Uh, looks like it's spattering up red sludge, almost, that disappears into data as it does it, and it's, like, sort of flailing around. You can hear it sort of coughing. I approach. Heart, is it over? Yes. And then I step on the worm. <sighs> um, As, like, little ones and zeros sort of red evaporate around you, you hear a voice whisper, did I achieve my directive? And you find yourself back with all your friends 
um, the void dragon sort of stands motionless for a second, like kind of turns its head over to Artemis and like moves to go to her and then it just <laughs> disintegrates into dust. I look, I look for my friends. I look for Rain and Xandar. Yeah, you've all feel yourselves lighten up as the uh, gravity effect sort of disappears. Um, you see them where you left them. I, 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 I run. I run to 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 touch them. I want to make sure that they are real and not going to disintegrate in front of me. Scoop. Yeah, I guess I fly down with Cass with our little rocket boots. Mm, yeah, and I'll I'll. Make sure to use a cure wounds on Artemis to bring her back up too. <sighs> yeah, she gets up and she sees, she looks for the dragon. I um, mean, she just sees this pile of dust and she says, no. She runs to it and she starts like scooping it up in her hands. Can I make a, an insight check on the dragon? Yeah. Um, I want to know if it, if it disintegrated because... The gods are dead. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, Insight or religion? Um, 19. Yeah, totally. And you think this is probably not the only system like this, but a lot of these systems, as they were being interfaced with antithesis or thesis, more and more pieces of them were being replaced by this programming. Mm. And as you have sort of deleted it, now, uh, a lot of them are probably no longer functional, including whatever this creature was. You gave it a good life. Um, she stands up and she says, whatever, it was just a ship. Um, and uh, she like sort of activates her sextant. The deal's a deal. This is over. I'm getting my orb. And you see her ships start coming out of orbit. Really quick before she leaves, uh, I shout, hey, Scout! She stops and she, like, turns. Uh, you know, we, we talked about this a long time ago, and I think you of all people would understand this, but we like to say love is like data. And even though this version of your dragon is gone, it's always still going to be with you, no matter what. Um, she sort of shrugs and says, watch yourself out there, Voidfarer. And uh, she walks away. I uh, run up to Xandar and Hart. First, I run up to Hart because I want to make sure that it's Hart. <laughs> not like, <laughs> I didn't accidentally delete Hart. So yeah, I'm I like, say, you're not going to disappear too, are you? Negative. I believe I was more myself than they were. Yeah, Hart, and you do feel this absence in you. This connection you feel has sort of gone away. Um, but you have not lost the potential to forge new connections. Um, and I think that it it, it feels a- appropriate. I mean, I, I literally blew through every possible thing that I could. That made me a paladin on this <laughs> on this fight, and I I think that I am pleasantly surprised to find myself still standing, and no longer 
bound by my vows or obligations, but just for the first time, myself. Um, um, and I sort of like touch Rain's face and like press my forehead to hers and put my hand on Xandar's shoulder. Uh, and I say, I think I will be okay. I, th- I, think, I think we're I think all going to be, be okay. Okay. Jinx! <laughs> I, I punch Xandar. You see uh, Hawk's ship comes back around, does another pass, loops back around, and sort of lands gently on the roof. Um, Hawk and Donnie hop out. A hawk runs over. Do you see that? Incredible. You're the that hero. Was sick as hell. You Let's saved go. the day, Hawk. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You made a dragon yeah. disintegrate. Uh, hawk sort of like, yeah, runs and embraces all of you. Donnie comes out. I actually lined up the shot, but whatever. wonderful. Great job. <laughs> you truly That's bring cool. out the best in each other. Yeah. You were brilliant. Yeah, whatever. Um, We're so proud. <laughs> uh, Donnie reaches out to shake your hand, uh, Xander. Uh, I will go to shake his hand and then pull him in and give him uh, a big hug. Mm. Yeah! And then I'll also Thanks. shout to Rain, too, like, come on out. It's over. Um, yeah, and as you like, call out to the battlefield, you just see all these warforged just kind of standing there slack-jawed just staring out into the nothingness. Uh, but Rain 2 does not come out. Uh, Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go look around for her, see if she's still hiding. Yeah, how long do you spend looking? As much time as it takes, I guess. Maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, roll investigation. You love those. I love these. Yay! Come on. Oh. It's, it's 30. It's a 30. <laughs> Um, you are looking around and you find like a tree sort of near the um, elevator area. And you find like a tiny uh, little like, almost like the equivalent of a jump drive, just like a, a little like um, shunt uh, that was very like sort of purposefully like kind of left inside of a, the side of a tree. Interesting. Uh, am I able to like activate it in any way or do I have to like plug it into a computer somewhere? You can plug it into your watch. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You just see um, a short message. Um, it says, thanks. Doing whatever I want. Fuck yeah. Oh. That's my girl. <laughs> Good. Cool. <laughs> I, uh, I take the shunt back and, uh, Tell my friends, um, I think I think that's pretty much all we need to do here. How about we uh, we take a nap? Yes. Yeah, that's, a nap sounds nice. That sounds really nice. <laughs> uh, we fade away from there, and we continue to fade into the void. Uh, the void has changed quite a bit from your actions. The renegade fleet... Uh, does seize the orb and uh, the remainder of Hal's troop scatter to the wind. Um, They're still known to be holdouts in remote places in the galaxy where they wait for new leader, new orders, organization. Um, But Hal 
with the head of the dragon cut off, literally, um, has uh, no organization anymore. Um, the <laughs> dwarves did invade Fae Crossing, um, but that situation worked itself out like a lot of situations do in the void with um, politics and money and the sort of things that you all are sort of used to. Mm. Um, Fay Crossing itself was uh, decommissioned. Um, people moved off that um, space station and the tree was sort of left silently in the void um, for the first time alone. We mm. see like this of uh, vacant space station, one of the most impressive ones ever built, slowly being reclaimed by this tree and the odd creatures that live inside of it. And we see a void that is a bit more chaotic left behind. Uh, folks kind of either retreat to the rocks that they came from or they return to good old-fashioned voidfaring with creating AI. Now illegal. <laughs> after these actions. Um, and we'll say a few years later, where do we find all of you? Hmm. Just kidding. I'm going to tell you where we find you. <laughs> you <laughs> all oh, <laughs> are fulfilling a agreement that you made to Artemis. Uh, you find yourself on a ship. What's the name of your ship? A new ship? What is it? Because you guys got to talk first because I'm going to say friendship. And yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I was going to say, I was going to say third dibs. <gasps> third dibs. <laughs> Love it. Love oh, yeah. it. You find yourselves on the third dibs and you're all standing in the cargo bay, a much bigger, very impressive ship, a gift from the new council. Um, for your service in the Antithesis Wars, as they're calling them now. Mm. And you stand around a pod, a pod containing one Hestia Moonbreaker to be delivered to the Renegade fleet. Mm. Um, you are now nearing the Zodian Abyss, where you are supposed to make contact with Artemis, who you have not seen in quite some time. What do y'all do? I think um, I think Hart has asked Xandar how to drive and like has spent the past couple of years like learning how to operate a ship manually. Um, and so is is very nervously like sitting in the the like passenger seat um, and is is like is like I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> I think then while Hart is driving, uh, Xandar is stepped away from the bridge in the captain's quarters and activates a very rudimentary computer drive with a bootleg illegal AI from the shunt he carried. <laughs> yes! Orion. Just yeah. swapping war stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Orion Starcross like sort of pops up. Definitely like a little bit less grandiose as the version was before, um, but still does aid in your void pairing somewhat and uh, says, what'll it be, Captain? Onwards and upwards, Starcross. Setting a course now. 
to that unknown destination called adventure. Um, Damn, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm really fucking good at this. Um, (laughs) It uh, zooms forward and you all make contact with the javelin, Artemis's ship, and Artemis and a boarding party come aboard to retrieve Hestia. Um, (laughs) Artemis comes aboard. Uh, Sort of uh, uh, looks kind of like the same as when you saw her. Um, Maybe a bit more haggard, maybe a bit angrier, uh, but uh, comes aboard the third Tibbs and uh, says, well, 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 Scout, you've been keeping yourself busy? Yeah, just, you know, cleaning up, making sure that we uh, close up any loose ends. Well, this, uh, she sort of runs her hand along um, Hestia's stasis pod. Is a job well done. Yeah. What are you planning on doing with the... With Hestia? She's got a lot of explaining to do. But don't worry, we orcs aren't the monsters everyone says we are. There'll be a trial. She's just definitely guilty. Yeah. Uh, quick question for you. Is her... Are her research materials... Are those... Is her lab unlocked? Uh, yeah, you probably would have gotten access to all that. I would like to, um, after I say goodbye to, uh, oh no, before I say goodbye to Artemis, I want to say, and, uh, before you go, take good care of Aos for me, okay? I haven't talked to her. Maybe you should reach out. I got bigger things to do. So, maybe I'll catch her next album. All right. Up to you. Yeah. It is. And uh, I take a sip of my Sprite and I I turn around, I walk away and I give the peace sign as I'm walking (laughs) away. Nice. And I'm going to head to the the lab with all Mm -hmm. of her research materials, every single little thing that created all the shit that she made. Yeah. And if it's okay with the DM... Oh, no. (laughs) I'd like to use like as much of my chronergy magic as I can just sort of like unmend all of these, all of this material, basically like delete it and destroy it by like shriveling it back to before it was even created. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, you spend some time just like cleaning up the tracks of the many crimes of Hestia Moonbreaker. Uh, but as you're going through all of that, why don't you roll investigation? Your favorite. I love these. Yay. <laughs> oh my God. This is beautiful. That's a 31. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that um, Hestia went willingly sort of into this um, exchange. Um, willingly with air quotes, of course, uh, as once again, she made the perfect scapegoat for a lot of the things that have gone wrong in the void lately. Um, and uncharacteristically, she didn't really put up too much of a fight. Um, she allowed herself to be submitted to the orcs. Um, she said that she survived execution once. Who's to say she can't do it again? And um, as you're going through these notes, you do see a lot of the awful things Hestia has done. Um, the awful creations, the terrible weapons. You see that she did in fact keep um, a like sort of a backdoor version of Antithesis. She never really deleted it. Um, just in case there's a way she could repurpose it as a weapon. You get rid of that uh, pretty easily. 
Um, but you also see a lot of the good things that Hestia has created, which I think makes you feel a little bit more conflicted. Not to speak for you. Um, I do. But you do see that a lot, especially when you get to the old stuff, like kind of the original stuff, that Hestia started out not unlike you, someone that liked to break the rules, bend the rules, mm. to help people to create progress. And I think with that investigation check, you realize how slippery a slope it is to becoming a moonbreaker. Yeah, I think like as I'm doing it, there's the temptation uh, presents itself to take some of the good notes and try to further that um, that work. But then seeing how much of a slippery slope it is, I just delete it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I just I clean them all up, and at this point, it's almost as if like it's just empty. Um, and Clean slate. Yeah, perhaps. The javelin departs with Hestia in tow. Um, you two were given uh, you you group were given this ship for this mission as sort of like kind of your last council charge. At which case, they sort of have kind of released you to the void. Um, they have still, years later, a lot of rebuilding to still do. A lot of markets were destroyed. Void commerce, um, trade uh, were wrecked by this cause, but a lot of things probably will never be the same again. Uh, Heart, how do you spend your time? I think now that I have been... Now that I've, now that I've witnessed the death of two gods, um, I think... Uh, there is a lightness to heart that has never been there before. Mm. Where duty once was, there is now like a sense of enjoyment and wonder and curiosity. And I think heart has expressed this to their friends multiple times, but, but truly is like, where you go, I go. I just want to learn what's out there. Um, Hart, you find yourself as you're learning what's out there, as you're exploring the void, um, at the grand opening of Hoffor and Hawk, the engineering lab um, that they built out of the um, husk of uh, Donnie's old uh, workshop, uh, or Donnie's family's old workshop mm-hmm. on <laughs> uh, Poseidia. Um, and you see that they've turned that sort of dreary place, this like darkness that uh, Donnie used to have in his past um, into something hopeful uh, where they're like working on making water engineering even smoother and better. They also have a side hustle of hunting <laughs> the kraken that live <laughs> in the sea. But that's less uh, public knowledge. Uh, Xandar, how do you spend your time? Xandar launches Limbo's first Gith Unification Council mm. in the uh, leadership spot, we'll say, vacated <laughs> from the previous fascist regime. Xandar will campaign to get back into politics, uh, <laughs> try to make a difference, bring his people together, and... Uh, Take a run at the Gith council seat in kind, nice. in earnest. Xander, give me a charisma check of your choice. Okay. Well, most 
campaigning is done with... Um, yeah, and let me tell you, this will be the kind of politician you are. A little, <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> of deception. Okay. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, that is a 15. A 15? I think that's because, Xandar, perhaps, though you know you are very good at deception, you are trying to do this honestly. So I don't think the deceit is, while you're good at it, really what you're going for. Um, but you do find with a 15 that you are successful, but it's fucking hard, Xandar. Might even been harder than saving the world, which you just did. Um, but there's a lot of hate to work through. There's a lot of things, a lot of divisions, a lot of pain. Um, but you are doing the hard work. You've rolled up your sleeves and you've gotten into it. And you're surprised, I think, by how much peace it brings you as someone that has tried so hard to run away from his home, uh, being the key to fixing it. Um, you spend some more time with Dak. Whatever happens there, it's completely your business. But I will say, you do spend at least a little vacation on the stone. And as you're walking through the rugged, mm-hmm. rocky wilderness of the stone, you see a volcano in the distance, and a <laughs> plume erupts from it. And you swear you see like a face in that smoke, and it sort of smiles and winks at you as it sort of dissipates into the air. And you might be the first person to have a planet in love with them. I hold the glowing purple crystal as it lightly vibrates, and I put it in my pocket. Hell yeah. Mm. And uh, Rain, how do you spend your time? I think... I think... I, I, I like to imagine that I'm I'm hanging out in, in uh, my room... And I'm like just petting Tanya, and all of a sudden the door knocks, and uh, my moms are there, <laughs> and I I invited them over for uh, a weekly pizza dinner, and I I pull out the pizzas out of the oven and I cut them in the squares, and uh, I serve them up and. I don't know exactly what we talk about, but for the first time ever, Rain is making an effort to connect with her family. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and your moms have been instrumental in sort of um, kind of going back to your mom's roots. Uh, after all this how stuff, there just needed to be someone in leadership for humankind to kind of guide them away from the hatred and the prejudice and and uh, finally carve out a space for them. Um, so you tell me, the planets that you know of, where you've been or somewhere completely different, where does like the kind of cradle of humanity find itself? I, I guess... Hmm, I guess my, my gut is telling me Olympia... Olympia. Okay. Because initially Rain was like, man, those people are so pretentious. But I think like Rain has a new found um, respect for people, you know, like just in general, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like it, it, things are not as like black and white and annoying. Like for Rain, it's just like, look, we fucking did it. We all made it, you know, and I think it'd be good for everybody if we, if we brought some fake crossing roots to, uh, to Olympia and taught them how to make a fucking pizza. 
Because their pizzas are gross. And you're sort of part of this movement that um, is sort of like uh, disrupting, especially the elven culture that kind of used to pervade Olympia. And yeah, all these people from Fake Crossing, they sort of needed somewhere to go. And a lot of them landed in Olympia and are making it feel a little bit more just like a melting pot of a city. And yeah, as you're at this dinner, I think there's a knock on your door to your, this, say it's your condo. You got a pretty good rate on. Yeah. Nice. You're going to be in debt for a while, but you got it. Then hey. Yeah, maybe (laughs) it's like, maybe it's like one of the first of many. So like, there's still like boxes and things like that. I'm like, not, not set up at all. So like, we're like literally sitting on boxes and, and serving pizza in the boxes (laughs) and stuff. Um, but yeah, you open the door and you see Morgan um, uh, there. Um, no, I'm so sorry. Morgan. <laughs> Not Morgan. See, it wouldn't be the finale. Can I help you Morgan. with something? Morgan. Unless you know some Morgan. Jehovah's <laughs> Witness or something. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it is Morgan. Morgan is your Jonathan. And um, Morgan opens the door and is like, um... There's someone here that says that they're here to see you for a housewarming party. And I wasn't going to let them up, but they really kind of insisted. And you see Horace. Um, standing behind holding like a um a box of I don't know donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and is sort of like uh, just uh, happy housewarming. Hey uh, Morgan, can you hold these donuts for a second? Oh, I hold the door? Sure. Yeah. Please. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm going to grapple uh, Horace with a hug. I'm going to try and wrestle Yay. him. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, I don't know about this one, guys. <laughs> I got 13. <laughs> 13. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Morgan sort of like picks you up and sort of like wedding style, like carries you over the threshold <laughs> back into your apartment. And um, Easy Zelda stands up and says, Rain, what did I tell you about grappling the counselor? Uh, only do it when the paparazzi's not outside. <laughs> uh, Horace, um, the new human uh, councilman, uh, puts you down, and um, you all have a beautiful evening. Yes. Um, and you know, every now and then, when you have a break from your lives as they're going, um, heart, you spend a lot of time on Poseidia with uh, Donnie. And um, Hawk slash Birdie. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Xander, you got your hands deep in politics. And Rain, you were literally building the future. Uh, you will hop on the third dibs and blast off into adventure. Because trust me, there is still a lot of problems out in the void that need your attention. Especially as we shift over to the Renegade fleet. As um, they all wheel the pod containing Hestia into the main chamber of their rebuilt flagship. They begin the cooling process as the pod opens. Hestia groggily wakes up and looks around. Please, don't tell me you've woken me up to kill me. It would have been so much easier if I, it's simply, um, and you see Artemis sort of puts up a hand. That's enough. I want to kill you. 
I've wanted to kill you forever. But I can't. And you see like a tear sort of like fall off from Artemis's eye. And um, Hestia sort of gives her an inscrutable look like, what the fuck does that supposed to mean? And... I know it well. (laughs) 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 Artemis looks down and says, I can't without his permission. And Artemis falls to a knee. And you see all the other orcs in the room sort of bend a knee as the illithid quasar enters the chamber. What? (sighs) My pet... You've been brought back to me. Um, and he sort of like runs a hand through Hestia's hair, who like sort of like oh, runs a tentacle out like, through sure. Hestia's hair, who reaches <laughs> up and like touches him. And now you will know what it is to be kept. Prepare the cannon. And we see the annihilation cannon begin heating up. Hestia uh, still like leaning on the illithid for support after cryogenic freezing, walking over to the council, uh, to the console of the um, annihilation cannon. What is this? What have you done? This isn't my work. And um, the illithid looks down. No, it's much better. And the annihilation cannon fires. Elsewhere, in the streets of a busy space station, we see um, a cloaked figure sort of moving along with the crowd, stumbles into an alleyway, and sort of like leans up against a wall and shrinks down to the ground. Um, A passerby stops and sees them, kind of ruffles through their cloak, and like walks up and is like, here, buddy, and hands them like some credits in their hand. Um, a hand, a shaky hand, reaches up, covered in dirt, to grab the money and instead grabs the wrist and pulls the person in. And you see <laughs> Zero sink her teeth into the side of someone's neck, <laughs> draining the blood from them as they <laughs> sort of throw them to the side. You um, see a bunch of... um. Security guards rushing through the alley. What's going on in here? Moving on to Zero's location as Zero sort of like rips open her, um, the jumpsuit that she still wears, her prison jumpsuit. And you see a very large, crude, what could only be described as a clock on her chest that she spins and slaps and she disappears. Oh my God. <laughs> Your fucking faces right now. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just telling you about the void. The void, always immense and unknowable, teeming with persistent life. Life that clings to tiny rocks they call worlds. Worlds so small they are almost swallowed by that endless purple and black. Sometimes you can see that life, that fragile thing. Jump from rock to rock, world to world, a defiant, beautiful act of arrogance. This was one story of what happens when life takes that leap. End. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Holy shit!
Kate. You did it. Fuck. Wow, we didn't die. We didn't die. Oh, it was it close there die. for a second. I won't lie. <laughs> the close. end? Question mark? Question yeah, mark? Yeah, yeah. There's only an end dot, 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 dot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. That was sick <laughs> as hell. Wow. Yeah. Fair. That blew what my mind. feeling. Well, yeah. just ending any D&D <laughs> campaign. Fucking wild, dude. Fucking wild. I don't it's know. so sad. <laughs> but it's so beautiful. Um, but obviously, you know, this was a story in which you weren't going to be able to solve every crisis and heal every problem. And sure. the void is just going to keep fucking going. And maybe we'll revisit these characters again when they oh, need to intervene. Yeah. Or maybe someone else will. Well, Only time will tell. Thank you. Thank hey. you. Yeah, seriously. Thank, thank you, you, Jules. <laughs> no, Damn, thank you. That's no. <laughs> uh, honestly, I am, and we'll talk about this on our cast party breakdown. Uh, but my God, am I so proud of you three and the work you've mm-hmm. done on this podcast? I we started this um, during the pandemic, and yeah. certainly on a whim. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, at least for me, it was a whim. Yeah. And I was like, sure, I'm depressed. I can do I can anything do right now. <laughs> and I did not know that this was going to mean the absolute world to me. So mm-hmm. thank you for giving me a platform to tell this story. And I look forward to telling more stories in the future. Oh, my God. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> Jules, um, yeah, that this whole thing is... Um, has been such a wonderful process, but like just just the the way that you've guided the story along has been just best DM ever. Best DM <laughs> ever. Fuck. <laughs> if people want to hear more stories from the void and beyond, B, where can they find us? Oh, we're all good stories. Go to Flourish, the internet. You can find us across social media at The Pod Has Been Cast on Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Patreon, and our website. And you can find us on Twitter and TikTok at The PHB Cast. Carlos, I'm sure there are more people than we can count that we need mm-hmm. to say thank you for this podcast. But now's the time to count them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here we go. So first I want to thank all of the people who have individually helped us, whether it's the music, the editing, finding equipment, all that stuff. I'm talking Matthew Munoz, Kara Davidson, uh, I'm talking the the One Shot podcast, um, all the people that kind of gave us little nudges along the way um, that kept, you know, propelling us forward. Um Speaking of sister podcasts, I want to thank the Tell Me Where I Lose You folks. They have been championing our show um, and they've just been delightful friends. And I know that even though this story is done, um, even if we don't do a show again with them, regardless, we're going to see them at karaoke or something. We're going to have lifelong <laughs> yeah. friends. Like that's one of the most beautiful things about that collaboration is that it doesn't really matter. Like now at this point, we're really, really good pals. And, uh, we're going to have a good time. So we love you guys. Uh, thank you for everything. Um, I want to thank uh, Bianca for for <laughs> joining our show. Um, <laughs> because when we were building this whole thing, like just just the sheer beauty that Bianca brings as a, as a, a role, role player um, was a very apparent in like the games we were playing before this show started. And, and I think like, 
being able, I know it's so corny. We talk about you bringing the heart, but like it really, <laughs> it really like if it was just me and Robert, we probably would have, you know, gone, gone to jail more times. So it was just really nice. <laughs> it, was, it was really nice to have your calming poetic presence, not just with your character, but just who you are as a person. Um, and just a great friend, great laugh, great improviser, great storyteller, the ability for you to like keep up with Jules and all those beautiful improvised uh, story moments. It's just like, it's, there's no one better. So just very happy that I got to do the show with you. Um, and Jules, of course, like, it's almost as if like we were reading an audio book at, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you, you, like a lot of the work that you've done, like, yes, you've like sort of pre-planned as a DM, but like just you, the poetry you bring to DMing is something that we need to talk about really quick because a lot of people don't realize that a lot of these like really beautiful moments and these beautiful lines that Jules brings to these characters are improvised. Like mm -hmm. I'd say like maybe 98% of the most beautiful lines in the show from Jules are improvised. So it's just a testament to how well prepared you are, how good you are at this, at role playing and just like crafting such a beautiful story. And then of course, Robert, I, <laughs> I started this thing with you. <laughs> like we, <laughs> we both were like, let's do this thing. And, and, this thing wouldn't exist without you. Um, Robert did a lot of work uh, with the the tougher things about the show. Um, you know, making sure that our financial situation was taken care of, taking care of the website, making sure that everything was in order. Every time you got a pin, every time you got a sticker, um, Robert took care of that. And so Robert really was the the skeleton of this whole thing. He um, and not just not just the logistical parts, but just your ability to improvise not just comedically but your ability to handle really serious moments and um and with gravitas and strength it's it just it's so damn impressive to me and we're all gonna miss you so much when you go on yeah. your adventure but of course mm -hmm. whatever happens with this show the door is always open for whatever you want to do if you want to join back in i know that the patreon people are gonna be super excited to see you again and and, and hear from you again uh all the people us included the tell me where i lose you folks like everyone's just like you're just such an integral part to this show and to our and just a great friend so thank you so much for all the commitment that you you gave to the show thank you everybody for the commi commitment you gave, gave to the show and then the last group of people I want to thank are the Patreon uh, subscribers and the listeners. Um, even if you weren't able to subscribe because of money, things, whatever, like just following us all the way here um, has been so inspirational because when we started this damn thing, I remember saying I was like, the ultimate goal was I hope that one person out there listens to the show and says that impacted me in some way. And that was all, that was the ultimate goal, right? We weren't expecting it to grow the way that it did, but it did. And everyone that has contributed, um, whether it's a nice review or contributed to the Discord, like any sort of discourse about how much they love the show, every single word means the absolute world to us. So um, we... We love you guys so much and thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, 
who knows what happens in the future. Uh, more news to come soon. But <laughs> but in the meantime, just let's just relish this moment because we wouldn't be this far without you all. So thank you so much. And we also wouldn't be this far without King Carlos himself. He's far too King far Colin. too kind to thank himself in his in his own thank you section. So I will do it <laughs> during mine. Uh, Carlos edits every single episode of this podcast, um, and and has only yelled at us maybe twice. Yeah, <laughs> for being bad at recording episodes, <laughs> maybe twice tops. Uh, Carlos, Carlos, Carlos is the vision that brought this thing into the world. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Good on you, bud. Good work. This you. would be you're our fearless you. leader, and um, we we couldn't do it without you. Thank and, you. Uh, God, I just have so much love for you, so I can only imagine these other two. Um, I love you guys so much. I know. I love, I you, love you guys so much. This was much. such a great experience and so fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I think the only thing that made this experience even greater was the... Oh! 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 These people are the cream of the crop. Listen, I I physically do not understand that people pay us money to do what we do. It's absolutely absurd to me, and I love it. And um, listen, money, I'm, I am I grew up broke. I am currently broke. Money means a lot. And um, the fact that you're uh, willing to put your money where your ears are yeah. um, means— Where our mouth is. Where our mouth mm. is and your ears are. You can't get your ears away from our mouth. <laughs> um, means the fucking world. Uh, a lot of these people are, are close friends, but some of these people I've never even met in person. And it just fills my heart with honey. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It fills my heart with honey. <laughs> Tastes really it. innocuous fluid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> fills my heart with honey to say, to say these just names. Wait. I'm talking about names like Omar A., Emily B., Luca Eric Payne, Desmond Universe, Warren Daly, Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Matt Hunter, Sam Weissman-Holler, Platinum Sky Lounge member, <laughs> Zach Schley, Zachary S. Zimball, Time Turner, Aaron Sillick, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S., Rhea Strong, Nick Brownlee, and... Honestly, couldn't do it without my big brother Juan. Hmm. Um, perhaps our biggest fan. I I love you all. I, lo- I love you all. We and love listen, you. Listen, yeah, we love you. The Hall of Patrons still exists, and you can yeah. hop on our Patreon. We're going to be axing. Um, axing? Yeah, we're going to be axing our Patreon users um, for their opinions on what we do next. And um, if you want to be part of that conversation, then you're going to want to be on the Discord. The only way to get on the Discord is to get on the Patreon. Uh, uh, that's one- not a bonus what Carlos? Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just one quick thing. I, I think it's the perfect time to mention that. No, we, mention it. <laughs> you might be seeing some new wonderful equipment with the new work that we do. Um, oh, all yes, the that's true. the Patreons have really supported us, and we're finally at a place that we can really upgrade. So, thank you guys so thank much. You. If you think we sound smooth now, <laughs> just, Ooh, wait. Baby, just, Ooh, baby, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Listen, um, you know we joke around here. We have a lot of fun. Um, but when I'm weary from the road, when I'm tired, when I just need a friendly face, someone that understands, makes good recommendations, sometimes bad recommendations, <laughs> but sometimes recommendations that fill my heart with joy. All the time, actually. Not sometimes. They always do that. Uh, a place that smells good, 
Mm. Smells like maybe milk and cookies mm-hmm. and um, good cologne. I don't know what's a good cologne. Yeah. Like a like maybe a it's subjective. Savage. Mark, 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 uh, Savage. Smells like, actually, I don't want to Sausage. say Savage because it smells like specifically Savage, but it does smell good. That's it what I'm talking nice. about. And you know, uh, so sometimes when we're fucking when we're road rashed. And weary from the road, we just need to cuddle up into somebody's big arms that's going to tell us it's okay. All right? That's what I'm fucking saying. (laughs) And the only place I get that is Robert's Corner. I'm trying to think of another place. I'm trying. No. But the only place I feel safe in this fucking world is Robert's Corner. I don't know. Me too. All right. Put a button on this thing. Couple... (laughs) How do we wrap this thing up? Uh, <laughs> I just want to say uh, that, you know, I, I think these folks are on to some more exciting things with this project. Uh, I just want to let the audience know that I'll be sort of off in the wilderness for a couple months. So um, whatever joyful, amazing, creative, hilarious heartfelt product that the pod has been cast crew brings you next. I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, I will be eagerly awaiting um, whatever that is. And, uh, you know, depending on how far we take this thing, maybe I'll be back someday. So uh, love you all. I'll miss you all. Uh, I wish you the best. Alright, stay safe out there, Void Ferris, and get the fuck out of my house. Bye. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>
but more the start of a different game. Oh, fine, I'll go, the apprentice says. The apprentice looks through an entire instance of time, but try not to dwell on that too much. We lost another one, boss. Well, there goes your long weekend, the elder replies, reshuffling the deck. Wow, I've never seen one like this. Well, that's an old model. What is the shape it is? Most times they call that a dragon, sometimes a dinosaur. Wow, that sounds dumb. How did it happen? The elder finally getting up and joining the apprentice. They corrupted it. Now that I haven't seen before. Go back in the timeline and see if you can reconstruct it. Okay, on it. The apprentice gets to work. Damn, this universe is cooking. They've burned past all their milestones. They're even screwing with their own timeline. It's like a car crash. What's a car? It's kind of like an ancient version of this dragon. Hmm, sounds dumb. I got it. Looks like it was an intelligence. It's calling itself antithesis. It's asking for something called a garden. The elder groans. Not that crap again. Aw, look, boss. It's trying to get into our system. <laughs> Should I delete it? Nah, let the poor thing tire itself out. It'll probably just delete itself. I'll include a copy of it in the report. There goes your long weekend, the apprentice says smugly. What about this universe? Should I flag them for reclamation? Wait. A dark look moves over the elder's face, what I can best describe as their face. Show me the full timeline. Yeah. Do you see that? They still got some fight left in them. I think we're just going to want to see how this ends. Mark them down as a candidate. I want to get upper management on this one. Which also means we're going to need to send these folks a new car. Which also also means... We're going to need a fresh pot of coffee. A new game begins as the two go about their work. I've tried to describe this as best I could so that you would understand it. I need you to understand that this is where the end began.